Hello, my name is Kevin, and I'm with my co-host, Beth. Hi. And you are listening to the Faith Moving Forward podcast. Sylvia Puentes. She is a creator and host of Saved by Grace podcast, a faith-based coach and mentor. She's a nurse, entrepreneur, international speaker, kingdom influencer, and mother of two amazing souls. At one of the lowest points in her life, she discovered that she is a child of God, intentionally created with a plan, a purpose, and a destiny to fulfill. Her business successes include creating and owning a prestigious home health care agency in New York and being the founder of Flourish Coaching, through which she empowers women to grow in their faith and become the leaders God has called them to be. Sylvia's story is one of resilience, and this inspires and resonates with people from all walks of life. Through her podcast, Saved by Grace, she aims to share stories of hope, restoration, and God's faithful love. But before we get into that, today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of your stay to local organizations who provide a safe haven for those experiencing homelessness in the Nashville community. Visit RussellNashville.com to book your stay today. Thank you so much, Sylvia, for joining us today on Faith Moving Forward. We're super excited to talk to you and learn about your story and what you're currently doing. Right. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. And for me, it's like I am passionate about sharing my, my story and every peak and valley (laughs) that God has walked me through. For me, it's really just a passion and a privilege to to share my my story. So thank you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Oh, we can hardly wait to get into your story here. Can you start us out at the beginning and tell us how you grew up and what led you to accepting Jesus as your Savior? Okay, yeah. I, I did not grow up in a Christian home. I obviously heard, the, you know, about God. I questioned uh-huh. his existence. I had a grandmother who was a uh, woman of faith and such a blessing that I got to see relationship in action. She had a true relationship with the Lord versus wow. religion. She, she planted the seed in me. And at the age of six, she she taught me the Lord's Prayer, you know, the prayer that Jesus yeah. taught the disciples. And she, Wonderful. she taught me that prayer. It's, yeah. And, and, you know, as I look back, I see God's handprint in everything. She planted that seed in me, and she said this to me. She said, always seek God, always, you know, um, you know, always call on Him, you know, just, as I grew up, honestly, I really grew up thinking that I wasn't sure that God existed. You, you need someone to help you navigate all of these things. Right. So from an early on, from an, right, from an early age, I knew that there was something more, that there was something deeper. And there began my searching, even at that early age. I was always searching, and I searched in all the wrong places. I was also blessed enough that my older brother, my oldest brother, um, he was he became a believer, and he witnessed to me. He and he shared the gospel with me for sixteen years before I actually called out to God. Wow! Sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yeah. You know, in those sixteen years, I, as I said, I searched in in every other um, avenue looking for that thing, that something that I knew was missing. And really? I went to church a few times, you know, I, I, I inquired about God, you know, internally. Um, and, but I, you know, I, I, I searched, I was in new ways and, and occult practices. Really? And, 
Yeah, and I, I share that very openly because I didn't know I was serving the enemy when I was practicing all of these things. And, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole thing in itself, you know, because I think right. one of the tactics of the enemy is to keep us ignorant to the fact that he even exists. Right. Right. And that's really prevalent yeah. is New Age beliefs. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, so I did all of that. And, um, but, you know, fast forward, I'm 40 years old. And I want to tell you, this is, you know, to mention, as my brother would witness to me and share the love of Christ with me and share the gospel, um, I'd roll my eyes. I wanted nothing to do. I thought, I, yeah, I thought he was, and I'll say this, you know, a hmm. Christian. <laughs> and, um, and again, this is, the enemy had me so bound in my mind, you know, and so blinded that, that I was rejecting the gospel. And no, from your uh, childhood? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How old were you yeah. at that point? And when my brother started sharing with Yeah, you? when he first started sharing with you. I was a young, I was a teenager. Okay. I, yeah, I was a teenager, and what I can tell you is that as much as I, but it was something, and again, I, I know it was what was in me, you know, the or the doors that I have op- that I had opened in in walking these other paths. And again, I know you know there's a lot to unpack there, but you know um, that was pushing the gospel away because the enemy knew that once I had the revelation of his love, you know, of, of who he is, yeah. my life would forever change. Yeah, and it's, so um, it's cool how God's so, so patient that, with us. And how he, he just kind of so, works and so, chips away. And we're always in a hurry, but he's not. <laughs> you know, all I, the words that come to mind, and this is what, what just overwhelms my heart each and every time, is his love, his grace, and his mercy. Hmm. Beautiful. Yep. And that is mm-hmm. what he extended to me the day that I was that one that he left the 99 for. And I was in a pit, and I I was 40 years old, and my life got turned upside down, upside down. Everything that I had planned, everything I thought was going to happen, everything, it all crumbled down. Really? And my life got turned upside down, and I came, and I just hit the brick wall and came undone. Hmm. Um, was there an and, event that caused that to happen at 40? Yes. Yes. I was, I was married. This was my second marriage. I had just gotten married. I was five months into this marriage. Okay. He and I had been together for about seven years at this point. Both non-believers, you know, he, he spiraled into addiction. Oh. And that caused behaviors and basically the the breaking up of our marriage. Okay. He just left okay, one day sure. while I was at work. So wow. there was no like, hey, I'm leaving or this is not working. And he, While I was at work, he left. So when I got home and discovered this, I, I put my fist up at God. And I said, if you're real and you're that good father that my grandmother always said that you were, then you're going to show up in my life. I'm giving you one opportunity to show up in my life. And I said, because I don't know where you have been. Maybe you've been on a coffee break. And I said, but I'm giving you one opportunity to show up in my life. My life had come undone. I, and I came undone, which means I came to a point where I could no longer, I always like reflect on Humpty Dumpty, you know, he fell off the wall. He had such a great fall. He couldn't put all, like they couldn't put all his pieces back yeah. together. And, right. and that's what I was. I was so shattered and broken. You know, that wow. you asked, was there an event that, so, yeah, there was the event, right? But what really was happening was that it was that moment that had to happen in my life so that I could call out to God. Everything stripped away. Yeah. And so I called out to him. And the funny thing is that as I challenged him 
I thought, you know, here I am like, oh, you know, God, uh, you and me behind the school, let's go now, you know, and, but <laughs> what would, <laughs> but it's a beautiful, beautiful love story because in the days, the weeks, the months that passed, I was drawing, I was drawn to him. I would just, I, I needed to, to speak him. I needed to talk to him and I was talking to him exactly as I'm talking to you guys right now. You know, um, I started listening to worship music, everything that previously would actually cause manifestation of whatever, you know, I ha- I needed deliverance from on the inside, which wow. caused the manifestation to repel Jesus was now, um, I was now like, craving I needed it. to hear the words, craving it. I was so thirsty and I started watching YouTube videos of you know, testimonies of people who had encounters with God and, you know, who saw Jesus. And I kept thinking, well, he's got to be real because Mm. all these people from around the world can't have a similar experience. You know, like they can't all like have this experience and he not be real. Faith was coming alive in your heart. Faith was coming alive and I was falling in love. I mean, he was becoming, you know, years later, he suddenly revealed to me. I was getting ready to go out one day, like getting dressed, and he audibly said to me, you know, it wasn't about your husband leaving. And I said, what? said, it it was that you, you came to the end of yourself. And yeah. you came to the realization that you needed a savior. Wow. I got to tell you, that broke me down. And for anyone listening... Who, is, who may think, that, well, that sounds like God's an egomaniac. It's not about humanity. He, no, he, he, we love because he first loved us, right? Right. And it, it's him saying to me, he came to the realization that, you know, we're not here to do this alone. We're not here to walk this walk alone. Oh, so you true. Know, there's a space in us that he, he created us with this space that only he will fill. That, that was my searching and my seeking all that time and my self-reliance and my self-sufficiency. Wow. That, yeah, that's, that's not great. the way it's meant to be. It's mm. beautiful. You know, we're, we're, yeah, we're meant to be in relationship. We're meant to be reconciled. We're meant to be one with our Creator, with our Father. I love that He came to you in your lowest moment, in your tears, in your brokenness, and in the whisper of your heart, he was immediately there for you. He was. He was. And then, you know, I had two prayers that I started praying to him. And when I tell you, if you could just envision a glass falling on the floor and shattering, not even breaking, shattering, mm-hmm. that was me. Really? That was what my heart felt like. That is what I felt like. And I, so I, I started praying two prayers. And I'd say one of them was, you need to fix me. If you're real, you really need to show up and you need to fix me because I can't fix myself this time. Like, I literally came undone. I was a single mom with two kids from my previous marriage and I couldn't, I had to be mom, you know? Like, I couldn't allow my kids to see me so broken. But there's a testimony there too because then they saw redemption and restoration and the power of God's love. What, oh. what, you know, how their mom's life was transformed and what right. their mom's life has become as a result of God's transformative love. Did so you feel the one. sense of a father in Father God when he really came to you in answer to your prayer? That's six months after I first challenged him to show up. And in these six months, as I said, you know, I'm growing in this relationship with him. And he is doing a work in me that he's just circumcising my heart and, and just taking what is not of him or all the lies and, and, you know, roots of bitterness. He is doing a work in me. Oh, and, um, wonderful. six months later, yeah, six months later, I have a supernatural encounter, a face-to-face encounter with Jesus. I was asleep. It was four o'clock in the morning. I woke up because it was as if someone came up to me and 
opened my eyes, you know, like pulled my eyelids apart and opened my eyes. I was speaking in a language that I didn't know. And there was a force and a power in my room. And the first thought that came to my mind was God finally had enough of my mouth (laughs) that (laughs) he sent Satan to kill me. When I think about that now and I think how warped did Satan have my mind that I could actually think that God would send Satan to kill me. Wow. And immediately, immediately, this voice from outside of me says, you have nothing to fear. I am here. Oh. And when I tell you as as immediately as I heard that voice, my spirit recognized the voice that was speaking to me. And, and instantly, all fear was gone. Oh. And to answer your question, Beth, my response was, Abba is this you. That takes me to, I believe it's in Romans, that the word says that our, you know, that, that we replace the, spirit, the orphan spirit with the spirit of sonship. You know, when we're when we receive the adoption of of, yeah. um, of sonship, and that our spirit cries out, "Abba, Abba Father." Father. Oh. Uh, my spirit responded, "Abba, is this you?" I didn't even know what I was saying. I didn't right. understand that Abba was the Aramaic um, word for, for father. father. He revealed Whoa. himself to me first and foremost as Father. That was probably at the very beginning of your life. The thing you felt lost in was a father. So then that was the first strong revealing of himself to you is as your father. As the father, yes. And you know what? Beautiful. What What comes with having the realization and the revelation that he is our father? Identity. Right, who you are in Christ. It all of a sudden. Who you are in Christ. Right. You have belonging, yeah. you have place, you have a father who, who is uh, greater than any other father here on earth. He's amazing. Yeah. He's so loving. Yeah. And he's so loving. And, you know, instantly, like a movie, he, he, he revealed to me, he showed me this fire hydrant, and there was water gushing out of the fire hydrant. And he said, just as water is gushing from that fire hydrant, rivers of living water is gushing out of you. Yet he said to me, and this is all an audible voice outside of myself, how could you think I don't love you? And how could you think I don't see you when I know every prayer you've prayed and every tear you've cried? And suddenly there was this vision of me in front of, you know, he's showing me me. All those times that I was on that floor, puddles of tears, praying those two prayers and just crying out for him. I need to know that you're real. I need to know that you're real. You need to show me in a way that I will never doubt your existence. And that is what he did for me that night. There are four, like uh, three or four points that I always feel so paramount to share. He showed me he had been with me from the beginning, always. He, he was always walking with me. He was always with me. He took me out in the spirit, and he prayed over my children. And, you know, I had a lot of mom guilt. I, I made, you know, like, I didn't do everything right and perfectly as the, you know, old Sylvia thought. Like, I have to be perfect, and I have to do everything perfectly. And, you know, right. so I, ha- I had a lot of mom guilt, you know, divorcing their dad. Now, this second marriage is, is you know, like, failing or, you know, I had no idea where this marriage was going to go, what was going to happen. And the first thing that he did was he said to me, I am so proud of you for how you have cared for these children that I have entrusted onto you. What that speaks on is that that guilt, that condemnation that I felt, he immediately cast that down. Immediately, he did not allow me to live with that lie, wrapped in that lie, not one more second. So, again, who the sun sets free is free indeed. When he speaks, when his his word will set you free, is basically right because he is the word. So, so he revealed himself as Abba Father. 
he then, you know, now I'm having a face-to-face encounter with Jesus, and he immediately tears down that line. He then takes me before my mother, and he says, you must forgive. And I very openly, I tell you, I was ready to present my case. Well, Lord, that's a tall order, I said to him. (laughs) And he looked at me (laughs) with love, an overwhelming love that, let me tell you, I adore my kids, and I would give my life for my children, no questions asked, in a blink of an eye. But the love that I received from Jesus overwhelmed me. Like, it can't be compared to anything. I've never experienced anything like that. And he looked at me with this love, okay, because when he looks into you, it's love. And he said to me with this authority, but again, love, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, you must forgive. And immediately he allowed me to feel his love for my mother, his compassion for my mother. And I said to him, okay, Lord, help me forgive. And so he prepared my heart for the process of forgiveness. And he said to me, unforgiveness will keep you in bondage, daughter. And I have so much more for you than that. So uh-huh. there began, you know, the process of forgiveness, not only, uh, you know, towards my mom, but my, you know, ex-husband and my, you know, other husband and and people and things that I was holding on to, and even God, yeah. even going to Him and saying, Oh man, I'm upset with you. And then the other thing that He did was He took me to my friend's house. My friend had just been diagnosed with breast cancer, not a believer, not a believer. So again, He is so amazing, so loving, so merciful that he, I was the one calling out for him, but yet he went there, took me there. He put his right hand out, and from his right hand came this white ball of, I can tell you, it was a white ball, but I knew there was fire and power in that ball. He put his hand over her breast, and this light just consumed her body. And he said to me, tell her that she is healed. And that was eight years ago. And you know that she has never again had any cancer cells found in her body. Is that right? So he is the deliverer. He's the healer. He's our Abba father. You know, he's our friend. And finally, I did ask him, I said, but wait, if you're so good though. Why did you take my dad? Like, why don't you give me some time with him? And he said to me, nothing bad comes from me. And as he said that, he allowed me to see this wound in my heart that was just full of pus. Like it was just a, an ugly wound. And the moment that he allowed me to see that wound, suddenly I felt this heavy, warm liquid from the top of my head start coming all the way down until it reached that wound. Mm. And the moment that it reached that wound, it melted that wound away as if the wound never existed. It was like this veil had been torn from my eyes and I had the complete full revelation. I was never an orphan. I had a father. I had a father who loved me. I had a father who, who was the one that was fighting for me and, and, and guiding me and keeping me from things, even when I didn't call out to him, when I didn't know him. Um, Love and it. I tell you, yeah, I had that experience, and that was, for me, my my before and after moment, you know, my, my born-again moment, because my life is never the same after that. Wow. That's really cool. So... At this point, you're you're still up in New York, right? Yes. Okay. As you grow and as you learn more about the Lord and what He has for you and His guidance and direction, 
Was there a point where he started nudging you towards Florida or that direction? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So about four years later, you know, three to four years later, and I was like, that kind of doesn't make sense. You know, um, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not a fan of palm trees, and but I love the weather. I just honestly couldn't see myself anywhere outside of, you know, the, um, so I, I was born in New York, but I had grown up in New Jersey and in the suburbs and I just loved it there. That, that was my home. And no one knew that he was revealing this to me, that he was speaking this to me. I kind of kept that a secret because I thought this just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I would, I would, I would drop hints to my children, like kind of feeling them out, like, "Hey guys, what do you think about moving to Florida?" And the answer was always, "Nope, not doing it, mom. Not going." <laughs> so that <laughs> okay. to me was like, "Okay, well, they, they're not going. I'm not going." And January 25th, 2019, I'm having coffee after church with a very good friend. God uses her like this woman. She's such a prophet of the Lord. And she suddenly mm-hmm. says to me, God is going to pluck you out of New Jersey and put you in Florida. She has no idea. Speaking <laughs> this to me. And I just sat there like my jaw dropped. Like, I, I said, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, huh? like I don't know I kind of been getting that from him but I don't see how that would ever happen honestly and we left it at that come 2020 he it's like it's getting louder you know like the the nudging is getting stronger it's getting louder in my spirit and at this point now I have a private care nursing concierge business that services New York Connecticut, New Jersey, the business is going extremely well. And honestly, this was all God. This was all God. You know, when my husband left, I didn't know what was what. I thought, you know, well, he'll be back in a week. He never came back. Oh, man. Um, Hmm. God opened doors that I I just knew it was him, you know, because it was like, how did this even happen? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, this business comes to be, I never set out to be an entrepreneur and I'm now servicing, you know, a high level clientele. Wow. And it's getting so busy that I now need to ask other nurses to join me. Is and, that right? um, the business. Yeah. And, you know, I'm now servicing internationally. It's a whole wow. God thing. And that first month that my husband was gone, that I had no idea how everything was going to work out or whatever, even financially, you know that I got my first private client and I made two and a half times more than I had ever made in 17 years at that point of being a nurse. Amazing. Okay. That's who, that's who our God is. That's who our father is. Right. And so he just did amazing things. And this was even before my, the face-to-face encounter with Jesus. So now 2020 hits and, and, and my business is prospering and the pandemic hits, the world shuts down. And I, I thought, what's going to happen with my business? Well, he started downloading all of these amazing creative uh, business strategies and, and services. And my business took off to a next level. Really? I, I add this because in the natural, what he was speaking to me, I'm like, but wait a minute, but 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 I, I have a really settled, sweet life here in New Jersey, and my children <laughs> yeah. are making it very clear that they're not going. So I was like, Lord, I just I just want to walk in obedience. You know, the where I was to where he's taken me, what he's done. For me, you know, the way he's restored me, my life, I just want to be obedient, Lord, to whatever you ask of me. Right. And quite honestly, my knees buckled after I said that because I'm like, <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> right. Yeah. Those prayer and, closet um, moments where you say, yes, Lord, I'll do whatever. And then yes, you, then yes. reality sets in, you start doing life and you're like, what did I just say? <laughs> what, did I, what did I just say? Yeah. So July of 2020, July of 2020, I said to him, Lord, I really need to know that this is you speaking to me. Like, I could feel that the time was drawing near, you know? 
And I said, I really do cool. need to know that this is speaking to me because, again, what I'm seeing in the natural, it just doesn't make sense that I would leave here to go to Florida. And then he had already narrowed it down that I would be coming to Tampa. Now, I have family outside the Orlando area, which is two hours away. And so yeah. you're sending me to this place where I don't know anything. <laughs> and okay. so um, he says to me, I will bless you here, but I have something for you there. Really? And this conviction came over me that I don't know what the something is, but what I do know is that you're good and that you will never bring destruction into my life. That whatever yeah. it is that you're asking me to let go of is because you have something better more right and it doesn't necessarily mean more in like the worldly view of more it means whatever it is that you're asking me to do it's you know it's, it's greater than of what he of influence in others lives yeah yeah and so um as the time grew closer i moved to to Florida in August of 2021 and as the time drew closer and I saw that my children weren't budding I just said Lord you, you're going to have to help me not allow my children to be above you because I just, I just want to serve you my mm -hmm. life belongs to you and along the way when I started announcing that I was moving especially my kids saying they're not coming. And now they were like um, 22 and 25. So okay. they're not babies, but still, you know, they lived at home. They weren't ready to quite necessarily leave the nest or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I had well-meaning people, people who love me saying, you really sure you're hearing from God because like, you know, you have a business here. You have this beautiful home. Your kids don't want to go. And you, you know, I'm a single mom and my kids and I have this super, super close relationship. And they're right. like, nothing about this hmm. seems like God. Wow. And yeah. I had to really, really stand on, I know I'm hearing from God. And it was That's very good. scary. It's scary in the sense that you know, it was like, it was my Abraham moment, you know, it was my, I felt like Abraham, like, you know, yep. he's, he's asking me to do something that the people around me are saying, I don't think they're hearing him right. <laughs> right. That's I almost a sure really... sign that you are. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, you know, I made the move. Um, he provided, he provided an awesome place for my kids to be. They live together, they, you know, they share Stay together. They're near our family over there. And so he moved me here. And the, the transition wasn't easy. But you know what happened in that transition? What? Greater intimacy. Yeah. That's awesome. And the podcast, Saved by Grace, was birthed here. My mentoring was birthed here. I mentor women in their walk with the Lord. And helping extract from them everything that God has already deposited in them, their purpose, their calling, and their intimate relationship with the Lord that they are struggling through. That's a huge need. So, so whatever I had to let go of, and and of course I'm not talking about my children because He's given you know He's He's given me peace, and I know that my children are in the palm of their hands, and you know. Um, who knows if he'll bring them here? I right. pray so, you know. Yeah. But but what he has done in me and through me here is priceless. I can't possibly compare it to anything else. Oh, I love that you're a willing. It's like, Lord, you have asked a hard thing. But because yeah. you asked it, and I know your voice, I'm willing. And you, you followed. Yeah. You obeyed. That's beautiful. And your yeah. kids are also coming to faith, you know, their uh, walk of faith in the Lord. And they just, God provided for them for where they're at. And who yeah. knows what the future holds for them. Maybe yeah. they will end up coming down to Tampa. Right now, God's walking out 
their faith with them where they're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, to, to be able to pour into these women what he has poured into me and to be able to say, hey, you know what? Maybe we don't have the same experiences, but I can relate. And let me, let me tell you what he did for me. And to be able to see breakthrough and deliverance. And, you know, when I say deliverance, I mean when, when we receive the love of Christ, when we understand that he is for us, that he has never left us, he has never forsaken us, and that he levels mountains and parts water for us. That is deliverance. Yeah. Because that brings us to a place of saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who, you are, you know, understanding who he is and who we are in him. As I said earlier, there's identity, there comes authority, and there comes, there comes freedom and deliverance. And yeah. then we are able to walk in everything that he has created us to be, that he has purposed us to be. Right. Um, so that is like, that to me is, as I said, it's priceless. Oh. Um, I have uh, my first conference coming up that I'm collaborating with, with uh, my friend and my coach, um, a leader and, you know, a man of God. His name is Steve Hopper. And we're having a women in faith and business conference. Um, November 3rd and 4th. Wow, that's cool. And yeah, that's awesome. very cool. In Tampa? Yeah. And it's in Tampa. Yeah, it's November 3rd and 4th. It's basically our, you know, we're going to have speakers from Texas, from Pennsylvania, from Orlando, from Tampa. I'll be speaking there as well. And to just show, you know, the revelation of the cross, who he is and who you are in him and what that means what kingdom citizenship looks like, what kingdom mindedness looks like. Because, you know, it says the word, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he has. And it's time that we say no more. Right. And then it says, but I have come that you may have life and life in abundance. And that means freedom. That means in love, in peace, in health, in finances, and everything. We are kingdom citizens. We are children of God. We're supposed to look different and be different. And we do that That's first right. and foremost by receiving his love, receiving the understanding and the deep revelation of the sacrifice that he made on that cross. You know, one message that he has poured into my heart that I then share is that he didn't cancel the debt. Canceling the debt is like, excuse me no what he did was he paid the debt he stood in Sylvia's place he stood in Kevin's place he stood in Beth's place and yep. he said the debt is paid in full isn't that beautiful yeah wow. and that is what gives us our identity our authority here you know like we're not here to just survive life Right. We are God's children. We right. are to live heaven on earth here because we already know what heaven is going to be like, you know? We are here. That abundant life is for here on earth. Yep. That's and right. so, so true. Yep, that's what yeah. God's really put on our hearts the last few years is just learning and understanding who we are in Christ and what yeah. that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it changes and, and, your perspective. And, and, on, on everything it going on. Your perspective. Yeah, yeah. And so part of, you know, what I believe God is calling me to do is it's a passion of mine. I know that, as I said, my partner in this conference that is a Kingdom Influencer Conference is, is to impart that. And every speaker is of like-mindedness and will bring their testimony and then share all of the biblical principles to apply to your business, to apply to your life, to, you know, because again, we're not here to survive life. Right. We're here to thrive and to flourish and to be his hands and feet here. And how can we be his hands and feet if we're 
trying to survive life, you know? How can we pour out into others and equip and edify and build up if we're just trying to survive life? Right. right. Satan loves to put us in survival mode. But when he, yeah, we know absolutely. where we are living for the, in the kingdom of heaven here on earth and who we live for and what is available to us, it's so far superior to what is going on around us. And when you tap into that, he is so ready to meet us at every point of need or to influence others wherever we go. And we we are Jesus carriers. When we go anywhere we go, we bring the presence of Jesus. And um, and others, they don't know what the difference is, but they can tell there's a difference. And it's Jesus. He's mm-hmm. amazing. That's when it, all those years that my brother was witnessing to me, as much as I wanted to repel, right, there was one thing that I couldn't deny, that I was seeing the fruit in his life. Really? That I was seeing his business prosper. Wow. And my brother, is, he, he too will be one of the speakers at this conference. He, his his oh. business. Oh, cool. I love has that. Been, has, yeah. It's, for me, it's like, wow, to do ministry with family is amazing. But he has built his business on biblical principles and he and 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 applying all the 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 strategies that the lord himself has has given him to you know to particular circumstances in his own business so what i want to say is plant the seed water the seed you may not see the harvest but don't don't not do it you know in, in, in 1999, like 16 years before I called out to God, my brother was just, you know, he had, he lived in Florida and I was living in New Jersey. He'd come up for a visit and we're just talking. And I was like, I, like I said, I just, I saw there was something different, you know, and I saw his marriage thriving. Not just like like really thriving, my nieces and nephews, and you know, and I, and just it, they were they were different. And he said to me, Sylvia, one day you're going to be a mighty woman of God. Wow! So he spoke that, <laughs> yeah. Uh. And I and I just shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like whatever that <laughs> means, you know. And 15 years later, you know, here I am, challenging God to show up. I have my face-to-face encounter. I say that night I had an encounter with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And my life was forever transformed. And as a result, my children are believers. And other family members have come to the Lord. And patients have received the Lord on their deathbed. And friends, that friend that had cancer... She didn't receive the Lord right away, but you know what? She eventually did, and now she's a mighty woman of God, you know, spreading the love and, 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 and the good news of Jesus. Look at so, the impact of one life one decision. changed. One decision. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. hit rock bottom and look at the influence, the, the people, the many, yeah. many, many lives that are being impacted because of your decision, you're calling out to him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The staple the staple message is we love because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. I was right. overwhelmed by his love. Oh, I, I love was that. wrapped in this I was wrapped in this blanket of the greatest, most amazing love I've ever known and I'll ever know. Beautiful. Because we can't quantify his love. We cannot quantify his love. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't trade anything. I wouldn't change anything, even the mistakes along the way. As I said, it's like the story of Joseph. He's used everything, and he's extracted purpose. And now I can share with other women, and I can say, hey, you know what? I know what that pain feels like. And I can tell you that there's another side to it. I can tell you that there's healing. I can tell you that there is deliverance. I can tell you that that there's purpose and there's promise yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they can tell, you know what you're talking about. You've been through all that. And there's mm-hmm. many that need that. Yeah, absolutely.
Um, since moving to Florida, I, um, I started Bible College. I am um, in my second year at Karis Bible College. Oh, I love um, that. It's through the... Andrew yes, Womack. Yes, and Andrew Womack, yes. And again, you know, I, I would never, I could never have imagined any of this. That's so, wonderful. Um, it, 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 my, my life has been, again, transformed there. I, you know, it's just, it's, you know, follow him. His teachings are amazing. Um, so I've, I'm in my second year of Bible college. Um, looking forward to graduation next May. Okay. And I just see that, you know, full-time ministry is in my future. I love, you know, I, I never expected to be a mentor or, you know, a mentor to women and helping them grow in their faith and, and helping them um, really see who they are yeah. and that they have a purpose, a, a specific purpose, you know, um, no fingerprint is the same. And that's because God, God, the God of intention, he created each one of us with a specific purpose. Right. And with that purpose comes an assignment, right? Yeah. And so helping extract that is, I'm just so passionate about it. Helping, uh, you know, I'm passionate about sharing my story and going out there and really just sharing his, his story, his love, you know, who he really is. Yeah. And I can tell you because for 40 years, I thought he was God sitting up on a throne with a scepter in his hand, watching my every move ready to exact me. So, mm. I, and again, I've walked through so many different things. I've walked through new age practices, occult practices, and, you know, so I can relate and I can tell you, okay, I know what that's like. I know what that, what having that thought is like. I know what fear anxiety and panic is like I know what feeling like you don't belong I know what feeling like an orphan feels like you know I know yeah. all of I know what defeat and shame feels like and failure and that's, that's my passion cool. is being able to to help somebody else pull, pulling them out like he pulled me out I was the one that he left the 99 for hmm well, Sylvia, your story is just beautiful, and I can tell you, you have hit on so many different people that are listening that can relate to what you're saying and have experienced or are going through what you have just shared, and it gives hope and saying, don't give up or don't think there's no. um, nothing out there for you. The Lord is just waiting for even a whispered prayer at your lowest moment, whether it's driving the car, in the shower, or walking the dog, or when you are being yelled at in an argument, or you just feel like, where is God? He is there, and your story is beautiful. Wow. Amen. Amen. I want to leave your listeners with this. Yes. As I said, there were so many people who came along, well-meaning, loved me, but are you sure this is God? Why would God say this to you? Why would God? And, you know, at this point, I am seeing the manifestation of why God moved me here. So when you know that you know that God has spoken to you, and feel free to ask him for as many confirmations. He can handle He knows, you know, like right. he knows that we need these confirmations. Yeah. Um, do it, do it, because he will never bring destruction. Even if things have to come apart, it's, trust me, it's because he's taking you higher. He's taking you to bigger. He's taking you towards your promise. So yield and submit and surrender and trust. That's a wonderful awesome. word to end with. <laughs> Beautiful. This um, conference you're doing coming up here, is that open to the public? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And so even though it's um, a Kingdom Influencer uh, Women in Faith and Business Conference, welcome to men as well. It's When I tell you it's powerful, we have been in prayer and just getting, you know, as the Lord leads, this is how it's going to be done. Um, at the closing of the second day of the conference, we're going to have an altar call. 
And um, the prayer in our heart is that no one leaves the way. Awesome. Um, is there a yeah. website, so, or, or how can they get more information uh, on that? Well, we're working on um, the website that should be done this week, but you can definitely um, reach out to me at um, infoflourishcoaching at gmail.com. Okay, and great. you can also reach out to um, Steve Hopper um, at Steve, uh, Steve at stevehopperinternational.com. Awesome. Cool. As far as people interacting or following you, do you have platforms that you use? Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook, Sylvia Puentes, and Sylvia's with a Y. Um, also, the Saved by Grace podcast page on Facebook, Saved by Grace podcast, and um, the same on Instagram. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, this has been fun, Sylvia, hearing uh, your story and what you've been through and what you're headed for now. Sounds like there may be full-time ministry in your future. Amen, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one thing about Andrew Womack is he is really good at teaching people, like we were talking about before, who they are in Christ. Amen. Yeah. And how to walk that out. So that's that's awesome that you're going to the, his college. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much, Sylvia. It's, we just really appreciate thank you. Thank you. Thank you both, and God bless you. And I just, you know, I I speak and pray over your podcast that the Lord just continue to take it far and wide and do what only He can do through it. For thank his, you, Sylvia. For his kingdom and for His glory. Yes, Amen. Thanks so much for listening to the Faith Moving Forward podcast. Please consider subscribing to our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you currently listen to.